0: Well, chances are, if you're listening to this very program, you're a fan of talk and probably a fan of podcasts. But podcasting is on the cusp of a potentially big change up until now, much like radio. They've used ads as revenue. But yesterday, something called Luminary launched. Now, calling itself the Netflix for podcasts, it actually wants people to pay $7.99 a month to listen to their favorite podcasts. But will a subscription-based podcast service work? And can it potentially change the way we consume podcasts and the podcasting industry? Ashley Carman is the tech reporter for The Verge website, and she joins us here on Global News Radio 640 Toronto to discuss further. Ashley, good afternoon, and uh, thanks so much for joining us.
1: Hey, thanks for having me.
0: All right, just uh, first off, your, your gut reaction to this launch uh, yesterday by Luminary. Do you think this has got the potential to kind of change the way we're all listening to and consuming podcasts?
1: Uh, I definitely think it has the potential to change things or at least kind of change the industry for sure. Um, I mean, up until now, as you mentioned, podcasts have really been free for everyone to access. They've been supported by ads. It's really been just this open ecosystem, very peaceful and nice. And with the launch of Luminary, we're seeing kind of these bigger players get into the field. Luminary raised a hundred million dollars in venture capital money Spotify recently has said it's going to invest up to $500 million in podcasting. So the big dogs are kind of entering the field and that inevitably is going to change things.
0: Yeah because we got Luminary now and uh, Stitcher Premium they're the two kind of large subscription services that feature a podcast and do you think that uh, eventually and obviously this is very early early days and it's in its infancy but could we see something sort of like Netflix and other streaming services with a video like Netflix and Disney that to, there's going to be a real battle for premium content and big names
1: Uh yeah I definitely think so I mean Spotify the the difference with Spotify here is that they give their free users access to their exclusive shows. But regardless, they're making deals with big names as well and trying to really lock down intellectual property that's theirs. Um, And then you see Luminary really putting its weight and money behind big celebrity names. So that's who they're pulling over. And Stitcher hasn't really done the big celebrity names as much, but IP creators, finding the creators who will get an audience is definitely going to be important, especially in Luminary's case if that's your big your main business proposition is we're going to get subscribers to pay for these shows.
0: Yeah, are they going to have to follow the model of a Netflix who, you know, famously you look back uh, years ago when they launched a house of cards, right? And uh, several other sort of uh, exclusive to Netflix uh, shows that were very well produced, slickly produced and uh, got audiences. There was a reason to subscribe to Netflix to get that content. You could only get there. That's obviously what some of these podcast subscription services are going to have to do.
1: Oh, yeah, and Luminary is already doing it. I mean, they have shows from Lena Dunham, who is the actress and writer behind Girls, Karamo Brown, who is from Queer Eye, and then they have and Trevor Noah from The Daily Show, and then they have, I mean, a bunch of other celebrities as well, and some really famous podcasters like Guy Raz, Manoush Zamarodi, people who are known in the industry more, and they're really just trying to make their service based off these celebrity names.
0: Yeah, do you think that this has got the potential to change the nature of podcasts and and podcasting? Because uh, one of the things I kind of like about podcasts is I can find some of this really kind of cool niche stuff that wouldn't necessarily, I'll say, make it onto maybe mainstream, but it's got its own kind of quirky appeal. And you mentioned Luminary. They've raised $100 million in venture capital, Ashley. I mean, once big money gets involved, it's kind of got a way of changing things, doesn't it?
1: Yeah, and I mean, the hope would be, you know, in a dream world, the hope would be that let's say with Luminary, for example, let's say they build a huge subscriber base that all these people came for access to these big names. But the hope would be that these subscribers would then start to kind of poke around the app, find some new apps, or I'm sorry, some new shows, maybe even some new creators and help Luminary find smaller talent that might be worth investing in. So the, the hope is it kind of trickles down, but yeah, of course, when money's involved, things change, and the smaller producers might have a more difficult time. It also means, though, that these companies need more shows, so maybe it'll be good for them. <laughs>
0: Do you think that this has got a chance to really take off when we look at a monthly fee? Because, you know, I'm just looking at my own bills and I'm sure you're the same. I mean, I've got a monthly uh, internet bill, a cable bill. I've got a cell phone, a smartphone bill. Uh, do I really need a Netflix account? Do I really need one more monthly fee? Is that the question you think a lot of people are going to be asking themselves?
1: Yeah, I think that's, that's the ultimate question, especially for luminary. like, is this something people are ready or want to pay for? I mean, I don't have the answer. I definitely think we're used to – we've always been used to paying for movies, right? Like, before Netflix, you would rent movies from the video store. You would go to the movies. You would buy them. Like, we knew we were renting movies. Podcasts, we've always just had them around for free, and we dealt with the ads. So this is definitely a new user behavior, and we'll have to see if people are actually down to pay.
0: Yeah, you know, I think that's a really good point because, you know, people have just been downloading their podcasts, uh, their favorite podcasts on their phones and listening to them. And, you know, every 10 minutes or so, there's some sort of sponsor plug and usually it's kind of awkwardly uh, put in there, which kind of adds, I think, to to the fun of some of these uh, podcasts. But, uh, you know, for people to say to themselves, okay, I got to find another $8, which, you know, if it's like Netflix, is going to quickly become probably $10, $12 (laughs) a month, uh, you know, after the initial uh, launch here, people are going to have to make uh, kind of more of a value judgment. And if they're used to getting it for, I'm not going to say free because you had to listen to the ads inside the podcast. So you're spending, uh, you know, time instead of money there. Uh, People are going to have to make a bit of a value judgment here, aren't they? Oh
1: yeah, I mean definitely. Like, and then it also becomes this thing where like we only have so much attention to give, right? There's like the attention economy too. So not only are you paying now, you also like you mentioned time as a currency. Now you have to decide. Okay, I'm paying for Netflix. I'm paying for Luminary. I'm paying for whatever whatever other services you pay for. And you're like, I only have X number of hours per day that I can allot to like entertainment or leisure. So then you start getting into like, okay how much am I actually using these things? How much time do I have to actually listen to the shows I want to listen to? And then Luminary starts competing with a lot of different entertainment companies, too.
0: Yeah, and, you know, these monthly fees are almost kind of like the Starbucks calculator. You know, it only feels like $2 a day for coffee, no big deal. But once you add it up on a monthly basis, (laughs) you're like, oh, my God. You know, if I start adding up all my monthly fees and I see the the bottom line each and every month.
1: Alarming. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Ashley, really appreciate the time. Uh, thanks so much uh, for joining us. Yeah, thanks for having me. There goes Ashley Carmen, tech reporter for the website The Verge, on the burgeoning podcast wars. It's going to be really interesting uh, to watch this uh, unfold as we're starting to see some uh, major players enter the arena and we're seeing subscription-based, uh, much like, uh, again, uh, Netflix. We'll see whether or not that model will be successful when it comes to podcasting. Global News Radio, 640 Toronto.